listener exclusive. I have a delicious secret. The Limestone Coast's Hidden Secrets. Limestone Coasters, welcome to the third ep of Limestone Coast Hidden Secrets. Today, we're going to talk about bats. Now, I know bats is a, a rather generic term and not necessarily a hidden secret, but there are some hidden secrets about bats in the Limestone Coast that I'm sure you don't know about. There is a bloke who knows all about bats. Steve Bourne is his name. He joins me for a chat. G'day, Steve. Morning, Ewan. How are you? Yeah, good. Now, Steve, bats in the Limestone Coast, we have a... Um, a fantastic variety of bats. We do, and uh, most people think of bats and they might think of one species or perhaps two species, but we actually have 15 species uh, within really? the limestone coast. Yeah, 15, so ranging from tiny, tiny little forest bats to the to the very large um, grey-headed flying fox with a wingspan of you know uh, nearly a metre. We have flying foxes we, in the limestone coast with we, a wingspan of nearly a metre. We have flying foxes and they were in Mount Gambia last night because I heard them when I was walking around at 10 o'clock last night. I may never sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh, when when I think of bats, I think of the Narracourt Caves. Yes. Um, obviously, that is not necessarily the case. Um, where do we find our 15 different species of bats? Uh, short answer is everywhere. So, right. So the, the, the southern bentwing bat, which we find at Narracourt Caves, is, is what we call an obligate cave dweller. It, it only lives in caves. So you won't find it roosting in trees or in, the, in your shed in, a, in an old bag as you find some other species. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, species that are the tree dwelling, forest dwelling, um, you can find them everywhere. And uh, I'm sure all of the, the listeners will have stories of finding a bat in their house or in, you know, a little colony in the shed uh, tucked up in yet, a bag. I don't yet, but if, if I get a bat in my house now, I'm going to reuse you straight out, Steve. Uh, there, <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with having bats in your house, <laughs> Um With the bat varieties that we have, um, is is this normal for, or is the limestone coast a bit special? We do have uh, quite a high diversity of bats. You know, 15 is a good number, but uh, many other parts of Australia also do have high numbers of bats. And, and, and why we have that diversity is because each bat... Um, uses a different habitat and, and feeds in a different way. So we have these little forest-dwelling bats that uh, flutter almost like a butterfly, and they're called gleaners, and they fly in and around the branches of the trees and, and fly very slowly and, and feed in, in small restricted areas. The bentwing bats, on the other hand, have very long wings and they fly very fast. And so from Narracourt Caves, we've we've actually done a project tracking them, putting tiny transmitters on them wow. and following them. And we learnt that they fly at least 60 kilometres away from the cave on a nightly flight to get food. So which, which means presumably they can get down as far as Mangamia. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And uh, with a, a pit tag project at the moment, which is inserting tiny transmitters inside them, inside the bat just under the skin, uh, and then uh, putting receivers at various caves around the region. Um, that the It's automated, tracking where they are, and we're finding that bats fly from Bat Cave at Narracourt to a cave at Glencoe nightly. So they'll, wow. f- they'll fly down and they'll stay at Glencoe for a night or two, and then they'll fly back to Narracourt. Nothing like a bit of a break, mate. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of a break from the kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, when it comes to the Bentwinbacks, I mean, they have got some national recognition over the course of the last 12 months too. 
They have. So the Cosmos magazine ran Australian Mammal of the Year competition uh, and it was hotly contested. And uh, much to uh, the surprise of many, many people, uh, the southern bentwing bat came out on top. So a little known species uh, managed to win Mammal of the Year. Uh, And as a a mammal that's critically endangered, it's actually on the, the Australian government's EPBC list as a critically endangered species. So the population is in decline and at risk. Uh, and so this international recognition is now, or this national recognition has given us the chance to, to really promote the species and what we need to do to look after it. What's the best way for people in the limestone coast to find out a little bit more about the bent wingbacks? Take a t- trip to Narracourt Caves. Um, there's fantastic cameras set up inside the bat cave, which is one of the three maternity caves. And uh, you can actually watch the bats go about their, their daily business. It's coming up to a pretty exciting time of the year because the females are returning to the cave and about to give birth. Really interesting to see uh, bats giving birth on camera, that, that the nurseries that are created, thousands and thousands of tiny little bats that look like little pink jelly beans. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then they're raised and within uh, about six or seven weeks they're able to fly um, and then they... They go through a process of, of building up their, their strength and um, being able to, to move away from that cave to wintering caves around the region um, to spend their winter in torpor. Why are our bent windbacks in particular uh, an endangered species and why are they declining? Um, there's been a research program going on for well over two decades now. Uh, the, the issue was first identified about in the late 1990s where... Uh, people looked at the cave and went, oh, it doesn't seem to be quite as many bats here as what there was previously. And there was a a research program uh, which was undertaken looking at chemical use, so what chemicals were the bats, um, their habitat use, where they they were feeding, uh, and and a multitude of other things that could impact them. And the short answer is we don't really quite know, but it's probably... uh, a contribution of all of these things, a bit of chemical use. There's some chemicals we found in the, the bats uh, like DDT and what's called metabolites, what breaks down. DDT stays in the system forever, passed from mother to baby. And some other chemicals called organophosphates, which uh, are now no longer in use, so pleasingly. Mm. But, but how it was really observed to start with was inside the cave, the, the insect population disappeared. And so... Uh, the insect population plays a really important role inside Bat Cave, composting the guano, which generates the heat, which makes the, the cave like a giant humidity crib. And the cave was actually cooling down, which we thought might have been a factor uh, as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a really, really, really interesting stuff going on there. Steve, do you have any really cool facts about the uh, the southern bentwind back that that would amaze people? Stuff that they don't necessarily know. Okay, uh, each night they eat about fifty percent of their body weight in food. Wow, in that blows me away for a start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, as as insect, you know, very fast metabolism, mm-hmm. churning up lots of energy, so they need to eat a lot. So as insect controllers, they they do take out a lot of insects. Uh, here's here's one for the ladies. The the baby bat is thirty percent of the weight of the mother bat. Oh my god! Yes. Wow. 
there's something to think about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, you're like a human giving birth to a five or six year old. It's uh, yeah, no, it's an incredible, horrifying. <laughs> yeah, uh, and some of the some of the misconceptions: bats are not blind, and bats actually see very, very well. They don't use their sight to find their way around in the dark. They use echolocation, but their eyesight is actually very good. Steve, we've talked about the Bedouin bat predominantly, but uh, as you say, there's 15 different varieties of bats in the limestone coast. Do we know whether they are also uh, declining in our region at the moment? We, we don't know that. And one of the reasons we don't really know is um, they don't all congregate in one place like the southern bentwing bat at, at Bat Cave at Narracourt, where you can set up cameras and use technology to count them. Um, so they're distributed around the vegetation and through houses and, and all around the region. Uh, and so because we, we don't really know the factors uh, that have caused the bentwing bat decline, you know, loss of food, um, perhaps less vegetation, um, because we know we live in a modified landscape, highly mm. productive, but modified, uh, less wetlands in the region, uh, so probably less insects, less food resource. It's probably a reasonable assumption that, that all species of bats are under a little bit of pressure in the region. And Steve, for, for anybody who would like to know more about the bats that we do have in the limestone coast, what are, what are the best ways to, to, to find out more info? So there's a number of sources. You can jump on um, the Limestone Coast Landscape Board website uh, and uh, have a look at uh, uh, information there. And there's some there's some good tips there on building bat boxes that uh, you can place in your backyard. And, oh, how cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can build a bat box, put it in your backyard and, and have a look. You, you never know, you might attract some, some bats there. Um, that the museum is also a really, South Australian Museum is a really good good source of, of information. Uh, and there's also uh, a couple of sites that uh, are for recovery of, of species of bats that um, provide information. Um, the bat fraternity are uh, extremely passionate about their bats. Uh, and so if you start looking around, you'll find groups that are, are passionate about uh, a species of bats or, you know, the flying foxes and so on. And you can you can get involved in, in that way um, and contact them if you wish to learn some more. And of course, heading out to the caves to, to check out the Southern Bentwind backers, bat is a, a fantastic opportunity to learn more about something that we don't necessarily know about in our own backyard. That's right. You know, you, can, you, you pick up some information there. There's a lovely little book, um, that booklet that's available there that, that showcases all of the species that are uh, present in the limestone coast. Um, and that just might stimulate some, uh, some people to, to go investigating and look a little bit further. Hey, Steve, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you so much for telling us a little bit about bats in our own backyard. Thanks, Ewan. Appreciate it. Listener.